0: Welcome back to Koyak and Conspiracies. I am Taylor. And I'm Jade. Alright, and we are back for another week. And this week is a special week because we are going (laughs) to announce our contest giveaway winner. So, we did the contest about two weeks ago. You guys had two weeks to enter. We got a decent amount of entries, so that was good. Thank you guys for listening and entering. And, um, basically, I'm going to do it right here on the podcast. Do this randomizer. I'll put everybody in here. Oh, man. Um... Okay, so I'm gonna hit the Randomize button You guys, this is 100% Not, you know We're fair and square with it Oh, okay Cool, so the winner is Instagram, Cousins. Um I feel like she's been a supporter for a long time So I'm happy with that one Active, active (laughs) participant She always messages us I'll message you Yeah, we love to see it Yeah, so Congrats to her. Um, we will message you on Instagram to get the addresses where to send your prize, your hundred dollar card, and the uh, cognac conspiracies merch. So look out for that. We will be messaging you on Instagram. I'll probably message you before you actually hear exactly. It. So, <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, we'll
1: coordinate that.
0: Yeah. Thank you guys Yay! again for entering. Yay! We
1: have like a clap I should, track I here or some, something. Some yeah, like up. some a little more than that. Like <laughs> a little, some, a
0: little better than that. But yeah all right well it is my week and i picked something that i thought was like pretty cool like it's, it's different mm-hmm. from what we usually do not di- good i mean it's actually not different it's just something i never heard of as far as like black people go oh, so God. i'm going to talk about spree killers alton coleman and deborah brown okay they're a couple a spree, killer yeah, cop, okay. A black spree killer, so cop, I, I have not like a black Bonnie and Clyde almost.
1: Yeah, so I have not heard that. Either. Me neither. i've Never heard of it. Bro, like black people have like a wild obsession with like Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> like I feel like everybody like used Jet to get Jay Z their first like no not even that before that like, they used to get their first like boyfriend or girlfriend and they'd be post member like moving on Facebook or like MySpace like Bonnie and Clyde. I'm like, you guys just hang out at like the nearest Panera. It's their
0: Bonnie and their Clyde. Let the teenage. But you let the purchased
1: teenager. it. Like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, they but they were like the real life. Um, okay. Bonnie and Clyde, but they are kind of sicker. Because didn't Bonnie and Clyde just kind of rob people? I actually don't know. I, mean, I think they just robbed yeah. banks and stuff. Like, they, they stole money and robbed banks. I don't think Bonnie and Clyde killed. I mean, they might have killed someone in a robbery, but these people were like sick serial killers. So Together. Together. Yeah, we'll get into that. So, I'll start with each of their, you know, early life and then we'll get into the crimes and, you know, life and crimes of Alton Coleman and Deborah Brown. So, Alton Coleman was born on November 6th in 1955 in Waukegan. Illinois? I hope I said that right. Um, So he was actually born to a mother who was addicted to drugs. She was a sex worker and Mm -hmm. she was always working like three jobs and things like that. So as you can imagine she wasn't the best caretaker and he saw a lot of things that he probably should not have seen in his early life. And he actually ended up moving in with his grandmother who was 73 years old at the time so i think that the implication with that is that his grandmother didn't really have a lot of time to raise him because it's like you're 73 what the fuck like do you know which way is up and down (laughs) so he kind of you know at a very young age was just kind of thrown to the wolves he actually had another sibling that his mom had when she was 14 i wasn't able to find a lot about Mm -hmm. this sibling she kind of just abandoned the child I was unable to find anything more than that. Like, she had the child at 14, left him with somebody, moved away. Then, she actually, when she had Alton later on, she actually threw him in a trash can. Like, she didn't want him. Remind you, this isn't The act. baby? Yeah, him. She threw him in a trash can as a baby. Um, and then she kind of was, like, done with him, too. And uh, her, her mother, his grandmother, kind of was like, girl, what the fuck your problem mm-hmm. is? You know, that type of thing. Um, And... She actually did stick stick with him, like she had him with her for like, from what I can gather between the accounts, the first about five years of his life. Um, but during those five years, she was kind of bouncing him around, like trap house to trap house. She was doing sex work. She was doing sex work in front of him, which I feel like is a common theme. Like it's not the first time that I. Oh no, on this heard. podcast, yeah, on this oh podcast, no, all the time. Yeah. the serial killers, like they'll be like, oh yeah, my mom used to do sex work in front of me. Hence, their kind of like hatred or. They're beast. They're, yeah. right, they're disdain from women mm-hmm. because their mother wasn't shit, basically. So after all of this, he his grandmother eventually took him in and he actually was um arrested for the first time, quote, arrested. They weren't gonna do anything. At the age of five, he all stole right. like one of the men who his mother was dealing with or whatever, he stole like his watch and his wallet, and the guy called the cops, and he ended up admitting that the, his his young self ended up admitting that he stole the the stuff. Like I guess he probably thought that the mom stole it. But he didn't. But you know, arrested. He wasn't really arrested. You know, quote. Yeah. yeah. But this the type of stuff he was doing at a very young mm. age. Then um when he was about eleven, twelve, um, he was getting into like dealings with basically the wrong crowd he was gambling he was staying out late just doing all types of crazy stuff at 11 and he actually ended up dropping out of school in middle school he didn't even make it to high school before he dropped out which not a good sign obviously uh so at that point he like became really well known like in law enforcement like all the police in the area in illinois knew about him he was always in and out of trouble in and out of the juvenile Mm -hmm. court system in and out of jail. And between 1973 and 1983, we're kind of jumping to when he's a little older, he was charged with six sex crimes. So that like assault, rape, all this other type of stuff. So that happened six times between 1973 and 1983. And this is before the murders happened. Why make that face?
1: Because then somebody went on and married him.
0: Well, we'll get to her. She, okay. So I'm just saying like... She was um mentally disabled. What the hell? So then he took advantage of her, or something like that. Yeah, that's 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 what I think happened. I mean, it's a lot of mentally disabled people who don't participate in rape and murder. So I don't know how much to give her there, but like how much leeway I should actually give her. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was not all the way there.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna make like generalized assumptions about whatever Mm -hmm. like disability she was like dealing with or whatever. But it's just like. As soon as you said that, like, oh, she was dealing with, like, mental issues, Mm -hmm. and she ended up, like, I don't even know if they got married, basically dating someone or being involved with someone who already had those offenses, I think to most people, that's a a huge red flag, because why wouldn't that be me? Like, I think if you have, like, six cases like that, I'm next, so why would I stick around
0: and find out? But she might have known, though. That's another thing. Oh, because back in the day, that's actually
1: very true Mm -hmm. because I feel like the person would have to have told you. So, Mm -hmm. nowadays, you're just a click away from finding that out. But you're right. It might have, like, I feel like, I don't know where we would even go, like to the state or the courthouse or something like that to find it out. But I feel like it wouldn't be like just readily available, clickable information.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. Right now, now you can look somebody up online and see their whole criminal oh, record. Oh, instantly. Yeah, yeah, instantly. But back then it wasn't really like that. Mm-hmm. So I didn't see any information on whether or not she knew that about those criminal offenses. But it is worth being said that she had none. So when I looked up, I was, I was unable to see what exactly her mental issue was. I would say that these are not my words. Most of the things when they are said mildly retarded. I know we don't use that word anymore, but that's the only. Hey, we're going expl- to bleep that out. Mildly R word. Okay. Look, I, I'm I are not my, they're not my words. They're not my words. I'm just saying that was the explanation. So there's no real, you know. <laughs> it's not like they said, "Oh, she had autism or something." Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying, they no know.
1: Like back in the day, especially, like, not say no offense because it's not really any offense. Like dealing with black people, so like, they like, I got so many times. I used to ask my grandma about people, and she's like, "Yeah, they just went crazy." Like, yeah, and my like, like, grandma they have was going illness? crazy because she was talking about when her mother went crazy, and then she went to like the psych ward, and they just like left her there, and then she just didn't like see her mom anymore like that. Like yeah, she just went crazy. She
0: had mental illness. Yeah, like dementia or something like
1: that. And they'd be like, "Yeah, so and so was born crazy." It's like they weren't born crazy. Yeah, <laughs> like, they like what is crazy?
0: <laughs> they, 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 they um, what they say touched. They didn't, yeah, have, types, yeah, right. they didn't have the words to say like schizophrenia yeah. or bipolar or something yeah. like that they didn't have that so they just would say little stuff just like that right. so all that to say she just wasn't right and <laughs> i was unable to find out what exactly was wrong with her but yes to your point i do think that he kind of played on that and took advantage mm-hmm. of the fact that she was not all mm-hmm. the way there mentally um and it's worth noting that even though we're not able to find out what her what exactly she was diagnosed with but he was diagnosed with a crazy amount of mental health issues which included um mixed personality disorder antisocial narcissistic disorder um OCD um epileptic spasms psychosis and uh borderline personality disorder. I don't know if I already said that. When
1: was he diagnosed with this in the 70s? Like when did they do this?
0: Yeah, in the 70s. that's when he was young. So yeah, that was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the exact year, but like I said he had the charges, the sex charges and when they when he went into okay. prison, they evaluated mm-hmm. him and that's what all the things that they came back with that was wrong with him.
1: Okay. Before yeah. like you're going to get to it, so I'm not going to ask it.
0: Okay. Um and then it's worth saying that even though he lived with his grandmother, his grandmother was not the best guardian either. Like, apparently he had bad anxiety because you know, of the things he had seen and with his mother and growing up he had a problem with wetting the bed. He would pee on himself all the time. Mm-hmm. And his <laughs> what? when I heard this word, I was like, this is so black. His grandma would call him pissy.
1: Cause that really helped. It's that like <laughs> grandma. That really helped the situation. Thank
0: you, grandma. And so
1: then call the boy pissy. That and, really he, helped. and,
0: she's, and they say he. She would call that. Call him that in front of his friends, like what? neighborhood friends and things like that. So even though he left. He kind of went out of the frying pan into the fire. Mm-hmm. So, just because he left his drug-addicted mom, his grandmother, from what I'm gathering, was really not much better. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't an addict, but she was an asshole. Like, who called <laughs> <you>? <laughs> I know, you know, you know what your son, not your son, you know
1: where your grandson came from, and you're going to call him pissy in public. But a lot of times, like, when you meet black people and you be, like, asking about their nickname, it really is a backhanded, like, insult. Like, it's basically an insult they made into a nickname. <laughs> you be like, damn. <gasps>
0: I'm like, why did you call that boy pissy? And, and then, of course, then the neighborhood friends got to calling him pissy. He was getting bullied, you know, stuff, stuff like that. So he was he was dealing with some things. Mm-hmm. He was dealing with some things. So, like I said, he dropped out in middle school, had the sex crimes, um, was in and out of jail, and then eventually he meets Debra Brown. So let's hop over to Debra Brown. I wasn't able to find as much about her early life, but she was one of 11 children. And like I said... They said that she was intellectually disabled. Um, you know, I won't use the other word again. Whatever that means, mm-hmm. and also that she had suffered head trauma as a child. Uh, I wasn't able to find out what type of head trauma, mm-hmm. I and mean, maybe somebody dropped her, or she got hit, or something car accident. I'm not sure. They just said she had head trauma as a child, which also played into you know the intellectual disability that she had. Um, But she also was diagnosed with dependent personality disorder. Um, I don't know. I did. or I do now. I had no idea what that was. But apparently, I will give give y'all the definition. It is a personality disorder that is characterized by a pervasive psychological dependence on other people. So, yeah, that's what dependent personality disorder. So, basically, what I'm gathering from that is that codependency yeah in a nutshell yeah um I didn't know that was a thing until this I thought it was just like you're a codependent person I didn't know that it was actually a like you could actually have a personality disorder about like
1: I think this sounds like a, an extreme version of it because I feel like there's a lot of people who dislike what's the word like they're just very irritated or upset or you know depressed like not someone they can be dependent on but I mm-hmm. feel like it's a difference to like I don't know how that I don't know like what the it difference. looks like to act. Yeah, I don't know the difference, but yeah. I'm assuming it's more severe than just being like upset. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. So um, when she met uh, Alton Coleman, which was in 1983, she actually was engaged to another man apparently, but um, for whatever reason, she ended up leaving this man mm-hmm. and then she went and uh, moved in. <clears throat> Her and uh, she moved in with him shortly after meeting. Left the other man. And then the rest is history. So, like I said, although it is known for a fact that she was not, like, he was not holding her house. And she was a willing participant mm-hmm. in these murders and rapes. She was participating in them. Like I said, before this, she had no hist- like vi- history of violent crime or rape, murder, anything like that. Like, how he did. So, I do think that he was kind of the... I think that if she would have never met him, she probably would have never participating
1: oh I think so too and I think like now they said that she had the dependent personality disorder I feel like if and I do find it a little bit surprising that he would take on the caretaker role but who knows like to what extent I don't know. I don't need... think he
0: was her caretaker,
1: though. No, no, no I'm saying but if you're, like, with her at some extent, if you're traveling with her, then you're, you know, providing some type of care. And, like, that, I'm saying, like, that type of support she needs, like, mm-hmm. someone she can be dependent on and a caretaker, he must have taken on that role in some capacity for her to, like, be with him. So I feel like that surprises me, like, given his history. As well as I also feel like if, in her eyes, she's like, yeah, I need this person, like, this is the person I'm with. I, I don't, it doesn't shock me that she would, like, commit these crimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like she's just the type of person who, once you get attached to somebody, you're basically going to do whatever yeah. they want you mm-hmm. to do exactly. to keep them around, keep them loving mm-hmm. you, you know, all that type of stuff. And it um, This reminded me of, like I said, I've never heard of a black couple like this, but do you know who, um, Paul, I don't know, I hope I get their names right, Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamaka. Wait,
1: explain to me because if it's like a crime, they're, they're, episode I think
0: I know about it might have been. They're very not popular, but it's a known case. They were just like this. They were a couple. Mm-hmm. They're a white couple though, who were killing, um, raping people together. I Think they mm-hmm. they killed and murdered her sister actually together. Oh, right. Really? Yeah, if I remember correctly, like I said, this is off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. It's not you know facts, but um, yeah, they were doing that together, and they would kind of use her because you know if you're a woman, if a woman approaches you whatever, you going to have your guard mm-hmm. down more so than if a man approaches you. So basically they would use her to approach the women and, you know, loosen them up, get them comfortable, and then he would come behind in the rear and like snatch them up. And they have videotapes, like they would videotape it and she would participate. But she basically threw him under the bus. I will say this is not their episode. But long story <laughs> short, she basically threw them under threw him under the bus and she actually got out of prison. And she's like off I think she left the country. Just living right? life? Yeah, she, I, I think she left the country. Like, she did serve time in prison. Mm-hmm. But once she finally got out, I think he got life. And she got some type of years. And once she got out, she left the country. And then she's just off in the world. I think she's in Canada. but Why would you go to Canada? Okay. They might have been from Canada. Like I said, this is off the top of my head. I can't remember everything exactly. But I just thought it was crazy that this woman is walking around. And she actively participated mm. in... Videotaping rape and murder for a fucking husband. Who's, who's to say she's not gonna meet another sick nigga and do the same shit again? Oh, yeah. Oh, Why yeah. did they let her out of prison? That's so interesting. Why didn't they let her out of prison? And she might have had the same disorder because I think he was, her boyfriend was the pusher, but she went along with it. And like I said, I'm like, I don't know where people find these people. That are willing to go along with well, it. Where lo- do you find these so,
1: people? That's like I feel like I wanted a gentleman a disorder and like people who are just dependent individuals. Because I'm not gonna lie, I feel like I've met a handful of people in my life who
0: You think they would do some shit like yeah, that? Yeah, like I, really? they
1: would just not not the murders, but I feel okay. like they just kinda like I don't know, whoever comes along and it's like either friend or someone they're dating, whatever the relationship is they become whatever that person needs and they're willing to, like, go along with it in exchange for that person's time and attention. Even maybe a friendship, maybe a relationship, whatever it is, they basically are like, well, someone wants to attach themselves to me, so I'm gonna do whatever it takes to be attached to them.
0: I think that is, I do know, you know, I know what you're talking about, but I feel like that's, like, regular codependency. This is, like, something next level. Like, there's a lot of codependent people. People are codependent on could be your that's not anybody spouse. yeah Could yeah, be your, your friend you know, whoever. Could be your friend could be whoever but going along with like murder and rape and torture that's not the same
1: thing. it's interesting I feel like I have a lot of thoughts about it because I feel like it's like what I mean I think like you're right I think there's like a, a sub or something yeah. that's because you like having someone around it does not mean you're capable of this so don't get me wrong but I feel like it's like um like I have thoughts I feel like also like I'm always now thinking about like the time in which these crimes take place because 70s 80s and it's like that you know, aren't too... They're, you know, there's a stark difference in technology, but it's not like, the 50s or, like, the 40s or some shit like that, but still, like, there's a different element when we talk about, like, murders, spree killers, whatever, and those eras, mm-hmm. because there is, like, a lack of technology where you may feel like you can get away with it. Yeah. Versus, like, today, I feel like even if you were, like, codependent or whatever, if someone said, let's do murders, there's so many other, like, boxes you have to check to not get away with it, like, they're checking cell phone towers, your cell phone records, people have cameras on their home, like, it's, like, there's, there's so many other items, so I feel like, who knows how many people, for real, for real just killed one person in, like, the 50s and got away with it? Because it seemed like they really weren't solving murders like that. No, they weren't. Yeah, so I feel like maybe at that time, it was a little less... It sounds so crazy, right? But It, it was, was easier to get away yeah, with it. Yeah, so I feel like you might have waved it a little differently. Because today, like, you gotta be, in my opinion, very smart or really have planned it to get away with it. So I feel like back in the 80s, they might have been like, Okay, well, they said one time and we might, so who knows? But I, I don't think everybody... Was doing this,
0: but Nah, it's a lot of murders that, like you said, it'd be popping up from like long time ago. Yeah, they'd be finding shit out because they got new technology that they didn't have back in the day, and it'd be like thirty years later, and the person fully thought they got away with it, and then. boom
1: and the body technology bro the body be in their backyard like i'm i'm serious like back like that's what i said like back in the day people would really kill someone and put them in their backyard and they wouldn't get caught they'd be driving around the body in their car with their real license plates (laughs) and just toss it back there and go to work and then like 30 years later they're like 75 and someone's knocking on the door and they find like eight more bodies like (laughs) was there some old man and they found like a jillion bodies in the yard like, that's insane. So, I feel like back in the day, it'd be like, yeah, what? I mean, someone's probably gonna call me, like, it was not like, uh, I'm not gonna use the word, but a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> i I love the boomers we're
0: not murderers right (laughs) (laughs) it wasn't happening like that
1: i'm just jokes 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 but i mean (laughs) i just mm -hmm. think maybe it was a little i don't know maybe less of a i don't know it was
0: definitely easier to get away with murder back in the day than it is now yeah like you said the technology was not there the camera wasn't there like everything is way more documented now than it was yeah exactly so that that just was the case so We'll get into their crime spree So they um, I wasn't able to find like Where they even met or anything like that But somehow some way They got together and started dating Boom right (laughs) Um, So they actually In 1984 uh, Went on a Two month long crime spree That included 8 murders 7 rapes 3 kidnappings And 14 armed robberies over the course of two months. And this was across six states. So they were really there. They're, they're on the run.
1: For okay. what though? Like what's the motive? There was none.
0: I'm just thought out there. There's no motive. The nigga was just sick and she was dependent. I mean, because him, he already showed the signs mm-hmm. of like, you know, having uh, sexual issues. Like as far as the rape mm-hmm. and the things like that. We we know what his deal was. He was just mentally ill. He had no motive he just wanted to kill people and rape people and she just went along with it. So, we will start with the first murders in Wisconsin and Illinois. So, they commit their first mar- murder. Well, Disclaimer. Um Alton Coleman was a pedophile. I don't know how to say it. A lot of his murders included like young young black girls, like very young. I'm talking like 9, 10, 12 that type of stuff that was his kind of like target demographic and they said that he would actually um like lure them in kind of like the stereotypical like want some candy that type of thing the little
1: kids yeah
0: to little kids yeah. like lure them in places say oh i got some candy for you or i got a puppy in here or and it one clip it's not funny but it just shows how old it was that they were like or frankfurters i was like you mean hot dogs nigga oh i was like what's a frankfurter like uh um- <laughs> it's a hot dog
1: Oh, it's a hot dog
0: but I'm like this nigga was carrying around hot dogs like what the fuck
1: I mean there were no hot dogs what do you mean it's how he got like kids oh <laughs> you don't
0: think he would, you don't think he had maybe bought a hot dog and say hey you want you want some of this hot dog no I don't think he bought a hot dog oh
1: you think he just told me there's no hot dogs dog. in this car like but as a
0: kid I went to golf and i am like okay like but I feel like because then
1: like like I said I feel like the something I'm like I don't know why I'm into it lately is like thinking about the times I feel like nowadays everyone tells you like yeah like They said they literally be like, if he says he has candy, like don't get in the car. I feel like a lot of people back in the day got a lot of kids saying that they have candy. So I feel like now everyone's like everyone literally tells everybody like if they say they have candy, do not accept the candy.
0: (laughs) For why the hot dogs though?
1: Cause they were, I don't know kids. Kids genuinely like hot dogs and ketchup. That's you ain't something. know what
0: a frankfurter
1: was. I thought I honestly when you first said that I was like, oh, he's giving out like Frankenstein toys, like <laughs> McDonald's like kids said I'm Like, what's a frankenfurter? Like a sounds uh, like a half smoke, a sausage. That's like, some what? southern
0: shit. Because my my grandma used to make me hot dogs. She's calling Franks.
1: I get. I don't know what, like Franks and beans are, yes, but I, I, I didn't know it came from like.
0: Frankhurst, where we just said Franken Frankenhurst <laughs> Frankenhurst, <Friday. laughs>
1: Frank, Frank I don't know whatever. Man, I, just, I
0: can't imagine as a kid some adult being like I got a hot dog for you here, I'd be like the fuck are you talking about, <laughs> candy yeah a, a little puppy yeah oh I want to see a hot dog, well they wouldn't ask
1: you they would ask you about the puppy, they are like well there's no hot dog but what about a puppy and then they would've got you so,
0: I just thought it was funny he was luring these kids with hot dogs but look don't tell your kids don't take candy from strangers or hot dogs um, or puppies, anything or anything don't talk to strangers period. period um so uh their first murder was in 1984 when they killed 9-year-old Vernita Weed and she was from Kenosha, Wisconsin um he actually Alton Coleman actually befriended her mother and he abducted the child and took her to Waukegan on May 29, 1984 and they did not discover her until June 19th in an abandoned building that was actually four blocks from his grandmother's apartment. Listen, so this—we're this we talking about people are were so comfortable they were just doing this stuff right in the right in the backyard. What no, I'm saying, yeah, like, right, right next to like, where they are. Listen, blocks—not mm-hmm. even like
1: that—that that far. They mm-hmm. felt comfortable, like not even driving over state lines. But I don't know. if This is like all this shit.
0: Yeah. So he, it, her cause of death. I just you that she had been raped. And the cause of death was ligature strangulation. So they raped her and then strangled her with some type of rope or something like that. Um, And then, uh, as far as like the robbery and things like that, on May 31st, two days after this, um, Alton Coleman befriended a man named Robert Carpenter in Waukegan and spent the night at his home, which, okay. Um, And then the next day, he borrowed his car to go to the store, quote, and he never came back. So he carjacked him. Mm -hmm. That's the first murder. Um, So then, when he was in his car, in Robert Carpenter's car, he heads on down to Indiana, Michigan, and he, um, on June 1984, um, they were in Gary, Indiana, which, fun fact, my dad's actually from Gary, Indiana, so I was like, oh, weird, Um, but they encountered two young girls there, nine-year-old Annie and her niece, uh you know how people's families be like mad old or whatever her niece was seven so she was an okay was nine. my mom has a, a nephew who was really close to her age because she's mm-hmm. the youngest of like 10 yeah kids. That's, so that makes yeah sense, it'd yeah. be happening um so and this one is special because Na- annie actually is their only surviving victim now you're on annie so the couple together they sexually assaulted both of the children um And because Annie lived, she's able to say like they basically took uh, her niece Tamika and she said that uh, like one of them held her down, but the other one like stomped on her chest and just like beat her up, then sexually assaulted her. Like she's like it was really crazy. She remembers, you know, this this attack that happened Um, and they actually cut her like cut Annie like in the stomach and thought she was going to die. Um, and she did end up dying. Um, so Annie survived, but her niece, Tamika, did not yeah. survive. And they found her body on June 19th, which I wasn't able to find the, the, the day that this actually happened. But I'm like, they probably found the body pretty quickly if she survived, right? So mm-hmm. she could have led them to that. Or maybe she didn't know where she was. Um, but yeah, so she survives this attack. And the same exact day... Um, A woman named Donna Williams She was 25 years old So she was not a child From Gary, Indiana Also disappeared And on July 11th Her body was found in Detroit, Michigan They were never tried for this case But it's kind of like one of those things Where they think They were in the area Yeah, yeah, so they think that That might might have had something to do with them Um, um, What? I don't know I hate cases with children i think y'all already know that i hate that shit yeah it's sad because it's like um so she too and and this is another reason this i'm talking about the 25 year old woman she too had been raped and killed by ligature strangulation so the same motive Mm -hmm. same same shit um so on june 28th they entered the home of mr and mrs palmer jones and this was in dearborn heights michigan and they beat them severely Um, and they ended up stealing their money in their car and the wife uh, actually was dead when the police came but the husband was not but he ended up dying later on at the hospital so yeah those are two other adult victims that they had um so now we're in july 11th
1: why are you making that fake? there's like a whole like pedophilia aspect as well as there's this woman who's with him and she herself is suffering from issues and they're just kind of doing it for the hell of it over two months and traveling. To it. It's just like you said, it's kind of like it's not I think like I know why it's not Bonnie and Clyde because it's a lot more gruesome. And I think that this is a very hard story to hear. I don't think that anyone wants to make a movie of this. Yeah. I personally would not want to see this movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would not buy tickets for it. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's a lot.
0: Yeah, because the Bonnie and Clyde thing was like, oh, you know, robberies and stealing jewelry. Yeah, and, people or at least, that. I don't know if it was really like that, but that's what it gives in like modern-day pop exactly, culture. Exactly. Like, oh, you know, a little robbery, a little pow-pow here and there, yeah. you know, shoot them up shoot them up action film. Right. But this right here is this is dark. It's dark. It's yeah, dark. it's dark. Um, so on July 5th, um, they arrived in Toledo, Ohio, um, where Alton Coleman, uh, became friends with a man i mean b- became friends with a woman named virginia temple and she was actually the mother of several children quick sidebar stop becoming friends with people when you have fucking kids is that crazy unpopular opinion like i i, I mean not stop becoming friends but why y'all be giving these people you don't know so much you can have friends but why do they have so much access to your children oh yeah and you that's, know that's like that. definitely a thing i think it's like what are you doing? oh no i definitely am like that and i'm not blaming. i'm not victim blaming but it's just like what the fuck are you doing
1: i don't know what that is though because i feel like i hear that like a lot in a lot of cases involving children at some point unless they were like abducted very quickly at some point people did befriend the parents the parents let them into the home let them get close let them get alone with the children which is so interesting I, feel, I think i don't have that trait because i grew up in a household where essentially nobody but my parents and siblings like grandparents had uh, access to yeah access head. to me or Same. access alone to me like maybe be in the house but you would have never given me a bath let me it no. just wasn't like that no so to me it also is surprising how much access people are willing to give but again maybe if you are um i don't know like looking for a helping hand or something like that you're just willing to take the help where you can find it because there's like other stories again that deal with like pedophilies like that and you know one random day a very nice man or woman comes around they're like i see you're having a hard time with your kids let me you know start bathing them let me take a action item like that whole podcast listen to the guy was really bathing the woman's children like why would why would i ever let someone do that but she, people, and
0: look i'm gonna keep it a, st- a stack she's a dummy bitch why are you letting some random man that you don't know like that bathe your daughter
1: i would never no personally i personally would never because i didn't grow up in a household where just anybody could voluntarily bathe me you can just show them the why well, i'd like to give jada <laughs> it's fuck? like you just couldn't do that we, yeah
0: we don't do that over here and that's when people be like oh well people have needs too and what if she's a single mom my mom was a single mom it was never no niggas in and out of my house that's just not something yeah no
1: really right we we
0: did not do that and i always say like i always joke i'll be like oh my mom didn't date growing up but now that i'm older i'm like maybe she did date and she just did but i did i was not i was not the wiser she did not bring no men into our house Cause she don't know them like that. But, I have two daughters. I'm not bringing no men. And I know men too, sleep though. over my house and do that type of yeah. stuff. Yeah, we're not doing that. Like we're not doing that. I'm
1: not gonna lie. That's kind of how I feel like if like knock on. What if I did ever have having children and then was gonna date? And I feel like I can't even really speak on it because I'm not in that position. But I feel like I would like if that person did have a home to themselves, then I would date outside the house as well. As like if I did want to spend the night somewhere, I spend at their house because I feel the same way. I feel like you really can't trust anyone around nope. children to be honest. And I feel like someone is probably very very nice, but you don't know. If that's that's their problem. You don't know if that's the thing that have is they have they're struggling with that like Mm -hmm. they're a whole pedophile and there's a lot of sorts of people literally i don't know you say hey hey john would you like a glass of wine you turn your back for 10 seconds and they're trying to get up your damn stairs Mm -hmm. like they see your kids one time it's Mm -hmm. like yeah and there are literally
0: people like because i do watch a lot of weird like true crime stuff or whatever there are literal like pedophiles will admit they seek out single women with children to prey on the children and you thinking that this man like you meanwhile he checking for your daughter or your son yes yes no I've I've heard I've heard
1: man I've heard wild 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 that's why all the things with kids upset me because like man but I I've heard some crazy stuff regarding like you said the it's it's something that I I'll say it time and time again. I think it's something that we really do have to find out a way to address it in society. I do think that it is like to me it is one of the worst crimes personally to me you can commit mm-hmm. it to me it's something that really like I said I'm not pro. Uh, execution most days but to me that's something that really electric chair chop them up yeah but I feel like we have to find someone in our society to like deal with that because to me the fact that like actively that's still going on is just bleh. like like and i don't have another word for it like it really
0: upsets me and people are sick but you know protect your children period don't be nobody else will yeah don't be nobody else around will. no stranger danger so with that being said Um, Virginia Temple she actually stopped uh, communicating with her relatives like she basically disappeared off face of the earth her family stopped hearing from her her um, job stopped hearing from her and someone called in a wellness check to her home Mm -hmm. and they found her other uh, young children alone like alone in the house just there scared and he had actually or both of them had actually murdered her and one of her nine year old daughters Michelle
1: and they were in the house. Michelle, yeah. So had, the other kids were just living around the bodies. They,
0: yeah, they had put them in, a, what is described as a crawl space. Okay, so I guess like yeah. an attic or something like that. stuff the bodies in there, and then the other young kids were just, yeah, just in That's the house because they were they were too young. They didn't know yeah. what to do mm-hmm. or anything like that. So yeah, stranger danger. Um, on the on the same murder um, on the same morning that they murdered Virginia Temple. They entered the home of a couple named Frank and Dorothy Duvendeck in Toledo. Um, and they bound them with electrical cords and they stole their money in their car. They didn't kill them. Like, that's what I'm saying. They were so all over the place because sometimes they would kill people. Sometimes they wouldn't. Sometimes they would. It just, there was no rhyme or reason to it, which I feel like speaks to the the mental illness aspect of it. Because yeah. there wasn't really a rhyme or reason they was killing kids. They was killing adults. They was killing. They were doing everything basically. And then they were killing people over cars and stealing cars. And then they were not killing people over the car. Like it's like they kill someone for the same exact thing, and then they go someplace else and they don't kill that person. Mm-hmm. So this is yeah. It's, it's just very all over the place, right. which is why I feel like I feel like the only reason they were able to connect the dots is because one they were sloppy because mm-hmm. they were just tripping. They're just leaving the body. They just leave the bodies. They put the bodies in the crawl space. That's crazy. The, yeah, they put the bodies up in the crawl space and just peaced out. And then two, they the only thing that was consistent was like the manner of death. Mm-hmm. Like the raping and the and the strangulation with the ligature. Like that's what they did every single time. Um so uh they actually like I said they stole her car and then um later that day like i said they're super weird they visited the home in dayton ohio of reverend millard gay and his wife katherine and they stayed two days with them and accompanied them to church and then the next day they dropped them off in downtown cincinnati no no how did they do this though nothing happened they said that he was a very um very charismatic like a that's a lot that's like every single person here very charismatic
1: yeah because he had a really easy time getting gaining access to a lot of people's homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he would just talk to them, befriend them or pretend to be a friend mm-hmm. and they would kind of and this 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 couple, um like I said, they were a reverend and his wife, so they probably were trying to do the Christian thing and maybe they said, "Oh, I need some place to stay." And they took him to church and they didn't harm them at all. In any way, didn't harm them, uh didn't rob them. They were cool. They were good to go. That might have been the to do with the fact that they were like religious people oh yeah cause the thing is criminals be having the craziest moral compass (laughs) like they'll do the wildest shit like they'll rape murder kill Mm -hmm. and they be like but I can't rape I can't kill no pastor though then oh, like, oh yeah hey. and I'm like you want to hell regardless nigga.
1: it'd be like dogs or something but like they kill, kill the whole family but the dogs are left alive and but like, yeah I couldn't kill the dogs like I just couldn't do it but the whole family's just up their body right. stacked no, like, up oh no
0: the dogs are defenseless no like, could, nigga what right and I've, I heard stuff too people have
1: actually murdered the whole family even some children but have left babies like people don't have it in them to like like their moral compass will not let them kill the baby and they'll just like leave the, a baby at the crime scene they'll find them later like having ate like four days mm-hmm. and that's something people also do like I'm like you could kill the children but you couldn't kill the baby, the baby. not that it's right but again it's like that doesn't make that's a yeah. wicked moral compass you got there yeah
0: it's like where do you where do you figure out where to draw the line
1: right right
0: they're like 18 months and that's too young for me they're like oh no, he can't walk I'ma leave the thing with that is I think that with the babies a lot of times I don't even think I don't even know if it's about a moral compass so much as the baby can't talk and can't snitch you know what I'm saying oh that's interesting that's what I've heard because if it's like oh, a child like a five year old they can say oh a man came in here and you know even if it, if they don't get it exactly right they can give some type mm-hmm. of information a baby that's goo goo gaga, they probably are like that fuck it ain't no point and the baby can't talk and he's never gonna remember this so I'll leave him damn that type of thing
1: damn whole time I thought they just really <laughs> I don't
0: think <laughs> they, they gave a, a fuck about the baby <laughs> <laughs> oh shit uh, so, on July 12th, uh, Tony's story, she was a 15-year-old girl who lived in Cincinnati. Um, her She disappeared and then her body was discovered eight days later and a bracelet that was actually stolen from the temple's house. So, I said that they didn't rob them, but they did do a little cat burglary, you know, take little things mm. here and there or whatever um, that I'm sure they weren't aware of. A bracelet that had been stolen from the temples was found under her body. So, they were able to connect them being in their house to then going over to this young girl's house and then i'm like you guys are so fucking stupid um so at this point they knew exactly who they were looking for the fbi knew exactly who they were looking for they're looking for alton coleman Mm. looking for deborah brown and alton coleman they actually added an 11th slot to the fbi's 10 most wanted list (laughs) for him I mean, hey, sometimes there's a lot going on. They said that it was a quote special edition, and they added an eleventh person that was him because he was he was that that dangerous, mm-hmm. um, and they knew exactly who he they were looking for. But he was on the run. Like I said, he was going from state to state to state to state, and they couldn't catch him. They couldn't catch out with him. Um, so I found um, <laughs> a what? thing that said that they <laughs> they, they bicycle to Norwood. <laughs> So what norwood okay, oh. like a different city mm-hmm. um and i'm like y'all niggas was on the bicycle i don't know if this is true or not that's the only way i f- that's the only i only found it on one website but i'm like y'all are whole murderers and rapists and y'all just on the bicycle pedaling down to the next city
1: i was like that just speaks to the times they're and you could just like bicycle <laughs> for two hours like down the road and just no- just not get caught and where like, do you get the
0: bikes i mean i'm sure they, they probably stole, stole, stole the it, bikes yeah. yeah but yeah um, so they actually ended up <laughs> robbing a man named Harry Walters and they beat him and left him unconscious and they actually beat his wife Marlene to death and you know they took off in their car mm-hmm. they, they basically go to the house were able to gain entry to the house either through force or through uh, you know coercion him just trying to put on a charm or whatever mm-hmm. but they left him unconscious beat his wife to death Took the car. Um, Walters uh, survived, and it said that he testified in the case. Oh, okay, here we go. My bad. They said that he he told them that he was trying to buy their camper. I guess they were selling a camper, mm-hmm. and he came to the house pretending to be interested in the camper. And then when he came out and like you know was speaking to him about the sale, then he attacked him and and, and gained entry to the house. Yeah. <laughs> They was on a they was on a wild ride, man. It's, it's like for I mean, I know for what,
1: for nothing, but it's just very unsettling.
0: Yeah. Um but they did uh they left a lot of evidence behind in this scene. So they left things like so broken soda bottle which had his fingerprints, mm-hmm. um, bloody footprints, uh, and those footprints were made by two different pairs of shoes, so it was him and his girlfriend. Um they stole the car which was a red Plymouth Reliant, as well as money, jewelry, shoes, all those type of stuff. And then they actually left the bicycles and the clothes there at the house. So they dropped the bicycles there, stole the money and the jewelry, stole the car, and then took off. Like, they're just leaving a paper trail yeah. everywhere. It, it, they're just not smart. They're not smart. But I don't think they cared. I don't think they cared. That's about the thing. There's no I think they no just mo- were like, we're just going to run, 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 and then when we get caught, then... That'll That's what it, it sounds like. I don't think there was
1: like an after plan. I think the plan mm-hmm. was to do it as long as they could, and then when they got caught, they got caught, and that was that. But like, yeah. it doesn't sound like yeah. But there really is a a motive for. It. Like I get it. You're like I don't know. Like
0: yeah. It just sounds really crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Um. So we're winding it down. I know they did a lot of shit, but we got a few more things. Okay. uh So God damn. Do they sleep? Right. What the? I guess in the car. Shit. Who knows? On the bikes. <laughs> well they're in a car now right so they're mm-hmm. in the Plymouth now mm-hmm. uh, so two days after they carjacked this couple and beat up on this couple um, they found the car abandoned in Kentucky um, and so in Kentucky they while they were there they kidnapped Oline Carmichael Jr. who was a college professor from Williamsburg and they beat him and they actually drove back to um, Ohio with him in the trunk of the car yes so on July 17th they abandoned the car in Dayton, Ohio and um Carmichael the guy o- Oline Carmichael Oline O-L-I-N-E I don't know how to pronounce it he was still locked in the trunk but he wasn't dead what? and they he was rescued by authorities and they didn't catch him?
1: who the guy Listen, they got the guy out of the trunk but they didn't catch them no
0: they abandoned the car they were gone they had know what i'm saying it's like it was, it was almost like they were like two steps ahead at yeah so it like they keep finding stuff they know exactly who they're looking for mm-hmm. they know exactly what they're doing but by the time they get to the crime scene they're gone they're already in another state they're gone yeah yeah um so uh after that they actually returned to the home of a different couple the gays that i mentioned earlier and uh start like tried to rob them well they did rob them which was the reverend and they said reverend gay actually uh recognized them obviously because at this point they're all over FBI's fbi yeah. and everything like that so i feel like they didn't know that at the time but once they had gone to church and hung out with them they seen it after the fact and they were like mean- oh shit like that's the couple who was in our house, like, that's crazy, they went back to that same house, and robbed them at gunpoint, and the reverend even asked him, like, you know, why are you doing this, blah, 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 and he just said, um, I'm not going to kill you, you know, but I usually do kill people, so, you know, you're, you're welcome, almost, I don't know, and, He took, they took their car, that couple's car, and then headed on down to Evanston, Illinois. And then along the way, they dumped their car, stole another car in Indianapolis, and killed the owner of that car, 75-year-old Eugene Scott. That's what I'm saying. They be killing some people. They don't kill some Now they're just killing old men. And there's no rhyme or reason. And the pastor, like, I guess that notified
1: the police, but I guess back then, like, jumping state lines is like... Like why can't why can't you know what I mean? Like do you literally know where they just were.
0: Yeah, he he uh, called the police, but like I said, they dumped the car because I feel like he Al- Alton Scott was smart enough to know he was going to call the police. Mm-hmm. So he drove a little while and then dumped the car so that because he's going to say, oh, he's in a I, yeah, I don't yeah, know type yeah. Of car. he's in a black Camry or whatever. So he's like, okay, I know they're going to call the police. I need to dump this car quickly. Mm-hmm. So he dumped the car carjacked 75-year-old Eugene Scott and killed him for his car and then moved on. So now they're probably looking for him in a black Camry. Little do they know, he's in a green Altima. Yeah. Yeah, that type of thing. He wasn't stupid. I will say that. Um, They was on the run. Um, So that uh, 75-year-old Eugene Scott was the last of their victims. And three days after that, they were arrested in Evanston, Illinois. Um, And... They were actually arrested because they walked... Like, they were walking just out in a fucking bout. And someone from uh, Alton Coleman's neighborhood in Waukegan... And I was like, this is like divine intervention. He recognized them. Because like I said, they're all over the news Mm. and everything. He's not even in Waukegan anymore. Yeah. Um, He's someplace different. But they just happened to be in the same place at the same time. And he recognized him. And was like, that's Alton. And so he drove to a gas station and called the police. And told The police where he was, and they came and apprehended them. Um, in uh Evanston, Illinois, so that's how they eventually got called. Well, thanks a lot, police, yeah, bro. Think, exactly, thanks, I'm like, nothing. bro, these, this has been doing this, like I said, two it was uh just literally just under uh two months, 59 days.
1: How many victims? You know, like, what's the total? Victims? Yeah, so, hey,
0: let, me read, let me read it again. <laughs> so, uh, over the course of this, it included eight murders, seven rapes. Three kidnappings, 14 armed robberies. Jesus Christ. Yes. Over the course of 59 days. And the police was just blundering on behind him. Two steps behind at all points. And I honestly feel like if the guy hadn't just so happened to be oh, yeah. in the right place oh, at yeah. the right time, it, it would have kept going. Oh, like, absolutely. Why can y'all not catch these people? What the f- I mean, I'm not a police officer. I don't know. But it just seems like they were very sloppy. And they were just kind of doing whatever the fuck. And they still weren't able to catch them. I don't understand that.
1: No, me either. It's actually, like I guess, I think it is just like, maybe just like a not care or like a sign of time. So, and also like regarding their victims, like what was like, I know it was mainly like uh, women, younger women, and just people who had cars, but was it mainly black people or they were also like targeting? No, no,
0: no. It was mainly black, like young black girls or young adult black girls. Cause there was like a 25 year old mm. black woman in there. And I'm pretty sure um, Eugene, the man that they killed, he was black as well. Yeah. Uh, so it's mostly black victims. And that seems to also
1: be a trend, though. A mm-hmm. lot of times, like when the victims are African, like are African American women, there is a they are more likely what to go unsolved. Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: Yep. Um, so they bought them in. They arrested them, and it was a little bit of a back and forth as to how they were going to try them because like i said this has been six different states we got murders we got rapes, we got armed robberies all spread out out over six different states um so they decided to um try them in ohio because ohio has the death penalty and i guess they wanted to put them to death and then there were other states in there that did not have the death penalty Mm -hmm, so So, so i think illinois doesn't have it and you know stuff like that so they decided to try them in ohio um there really wasn't much i mean they did that shit so of right. yeah that kind of passed on without you know anything um and they got convicted of uh, the rape and the thing is they weren't convicted of all the murders i don't know because some of them i guess if you're in ohio they can't try you for the murders in another state or things like oh, that yeah. so they actually didn't get tried for all of the murders in all the states but they got found guilty of the rape and murder of Tony Story in Cincinnati, Ohio, and Marlene Wal- Walters in Norwood. But they did not get tried for the mur- or the, for the murders of Virginia, um, Rochelle Temple, and Toledo. And so it's just kind of, I think it's just because it was so messy. They yeah. just kind of went with what they knew they were going to get a guilty verdict on and left it at that they didn't get tried for all eight murders yeah
1: that happens a lot though i always wonder like what happens i guess like to the families in those situations Mm -hmm. when like because i I know it's like a fact they like like said they'll figure out like what state either has the harshest penalties or which state they have the most evidence to make a compelling case Mm -hmm. um and they'll go with that jurisdiction but Mm -hmm. then it's like oh what happens to the fan like the people who were murdered you know like illinois I, i would
0: say i feel like they still got justice because we know who did it, and they got—they both got sentenced to death. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. They both got sentenced to death. So it's like, they're going to die. We don't need to go to the trial. Because honestly, if it was my loved one, I don't think that I would, if I knew who did it and knew that they got sentenced to death, I don't need to go to trial to see photos and hear a recount of like all the gruesome, mm-hmm. disgusting stuff that you did. I know you did it, and you're getting sentenced to death. Even if it's not for them, like, we... You know, I would take that. I
1: would take that. And I'd come watch. Oh, I take it. <laughs> I feel like I still want... I don't know. I feel like, I mean, you never know how you're going to react. But I feel like sometimes you really do want to, like... I don't know, just, like, tell... Make them feel the guilt of it. I Hold feel the like, feet
0: to the fire. Yeah, I feel yeah. like even
1: though, like, a lot of these people who do commit these crimes, like, they are... What is it? Like, sociopaths. So I feel mm-hmm. like you can yell them in the face all day. But care. sometimes I feel like a, if the person has a has like just an ounce of like morality in them like you can see them crack when they literally have to see the mother stand up there and like you know tell them that they killed their like only child or something like that
0: but i feel like that's more i mean yeah that's i mean i guess that's the point that's more for. i I feel like i'm owed that it is for me yeah it's 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 for me me. yeah because the person there probably doesn't give a fuck
1: they don't but
0: yeah (laughs) Uh, well um so They were, like I said, they were both sentenced to death. And on April 25th in 2002, the Ohio Supreme Court rejected a claim by Alton Coleman's attorneys that um, that basically he was saying that it was a lot of speaking of there was a lot of victims that were going to want to view the execution like family members yes, and yes. stuff and things like that he was going to have a lot of people coming to uh view this execution i don't doubt and that. and his attorney tried to say like oh that's not fair it's going to turn into like a circus Blah blah. I was like fuck that nigga so they overturned that and was like nope they're all coming yeah <laughs> because it's like
1: listen you want the you want the closure on that yeah, yeah.
0: so they set up like a little thing and all the um family members and everybody basically who had any type of relation to the victims even the victims that weren't like uh, the other victims in other states were allowed to come view the -hmm. execution of him (laughs) um do you want to hear what his last meal was sure (laughs) it was filet mignon well done so you deserve the electric chair just for that you deserve the electric chair just for that sir well done filet mignon okay he wants to say one last (laughs) thought. Smothered with mushrooms, fried chicken breast, a salad with French dressing. You get two options? You, get, you can get whatever you want, it, from what I understand. Look, he's going to keep going. A salad with French dressing, sweet potato pie, topped with cream, French fries, collard greens, onion rings, cornbread, broccoli with cheese, biscuits, biscuits with gravy, and a cherry Coke. Was his last meal. Do they still do that today? Or yeah, like- I think they do. They always give him a last meal. Why that's a thing because i'm like I don't know. It's, because that's it's like an american were, thing some people refuse
1: their last meal oh yeah it's like
0: bitch i'm about to die
1: i'm not hungry oh yeah i mean i guess it's like maybe they, they can like take that memory with them wherever they're going like I, I also don't i mean i mean if i i personally honestly would take the last meal i'm not gonna lie i'd be tearing that food up i don't know what i would get
0: <laughs> i would get i don't know i would get bruh mac and cheese steak man my shit sounds similar to his I'm not, I was about to say fried chicken I'm getting all the same shit I would definitely get
1: some cheesecake I get like a bottle of like really nice like whiskey or something like that can you do alcohol? I was about to say some damn vodka I'd just get fucked up and just. <laughs> I wouldn't even remember it
0: yeah I'd be fucked up um, but I don't think he had any last words though i don't think he said anything you're supposed to get a last meal and the last words but sometimes they don't say shit. i
1: don't even want the last words i feel like that's be up to the family i don't, I don't even want the last words mm-hmm. unless like i'm sorry um
0: i mean sometimes they do and they're like oh you know i'm sorry about this blah blah, blah. I, w- I hope god has mercy on me that type of thing and it's like uh no bitch you only saying that because you're about to die so don't try to get into heaven now you should have about thought about that when you was raping and killing he ain't he ain't gonna shit Societies, straight
1: to hell bro, society is so weird when you really think about that yeah. is that like we have like a whole like system built around the fact that like we can like execute people mm-hmm. and then give them things like food and last it's just very like I feel like we always think like oh yeah like we're like so far removed from like medieval times no. but it's, yeah but it's so like give cere- them a yeah it's so cere- <laughs> ceremonial and so that's very I think don't think about it too much Jade.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's very simple I mean it's not as I guess people like to think it's not as barbaric because we're not chopping people's head with Mm. a guillotine and watching it roll across the floor but at the same time you're still coming to view someone's death and like I said look I've been very open how I feel about this podcast I think they deserve that shit okay but at the same time it's a little barbaric it's no it's definitely exactly barbaric like I said yeah. I think
1: that I mean i am beyond like I said in these type of situations um I'd I be fighting my religion but I feel <laughs> like it's it's one of those things where, like I wish we did have a, a better thing in place to actually get people the, the help they need but but god damn I feel like that's something like I myself have a hard time excuse like I can't excuse that like, yeah,
0: like and then the thing is the system failed these people because like I said in his earlier life he was convicted of multiple six six mm-hmm. to be exact sex crimes and they knew about all of the, these uh, personality disorders and things like that they had they still paroled him they still paroled him and released, and him, him, and, yeah, released him out into society yeah. to begin this disgusting rape and murder spree he already raped six people and he has personality disorders why are you letting him go yeah and that's that's the weirdest. why did y'all do
1: that th- that's the weirdest thing of that because i'm like oh yeah what i'm like even today though i don't think there's like mandatory rehabilitation i like, guess you will get on, like, a sex offender list or something like that. But if you do get convicted of rape, um, I think, like, even if it's, like, you know I mean, like, not a child, if you somehow end up getting re-released to society, I don't think you have an obligation to then go get, like, outside therapy and rehabilitation. Like, we don't do a lot of rehabilitation. You need to. Um, as far as you do. Because, like, you can't just drop people back in, in society. Nope. You just can't. Like, oh. like I said, even though having the whole, like, sex offender list like that, it's like, but still, you just kind of plop them back. It's, like... If it and if what if what they do succumb to their urges and do get someone's kid, the sex avenger list doesn't help me. Yeah. What how that help me? Like someone breaks into my house and gets my kid, that doesn't help me with anything.
0: Yeah. It's um it's uh it's interesting. Yeah. It's I don't get it. I feel like this like I said in in things like this, you really see like how the system fails certain people, like how, it, how it's fucked up and is very flawed. Um, but on april 26th he was executed by lethal injection and so he's dead like i said that he didn't have last words but he did recite psalm 23 which like i said uh people be crazy and i think that's the little that's the my the lord is my shepherd the mm. uh, uh, scripture or whatever but nigga Straight to hell.
1: People want to come to
0: Jesus. You want to come to you. In, a, yeah. hey, in the last. <laughs> You've been raping, murdering, robbing, kill, killing. Yeah. You know for for years, and then once you on the damn table, getting hooked up, about to get your your wigs knocked off you talking about the lord is my like, shepherd is
1: jesus on the line is he available <laughs> hello jesus hello no i, I didn't mean
0: none of that shit i did i
1: was, no. just, I was just in a silly mood i
0: was just in a silly goofy mood jesus don't 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 <laughs> do me like that i'm about to come see you you know jesus my bad been left. <laughs> it's like nah bro you can't do that but the crazy thing is and I might get a little bit deep, but the thing is, according to the Bible, you can do that. You absolutely can. You, but ab- the thing is, no. But I think it no. doesn't. But I don't
1: know if it actually. So I feel like we all, guess the Bible's written how it's written, but I, I, don't know if it actually works like that. Like I think it's like your heart. I think you have to when you repent, you have to repent. It's the it, with to mean like, it. You have to mean it. it has to be like with a pure heart, and you have to have the intention to never do it again. So, the intention of doing it never again because you're well, dying dang. is not really the proper intention because you don't have the option to do it again. Like, if this is your last, like I said, I think a lot of people will be like, oh like i mean i feel like girls do when they're waiting for their period they'd be like jesus i'm never gonna have sex again if i you know like <laughs> if i
0: get my period yeah
1: but it's like you don't mean that so jesus is like okay thanks for wasting my time because i mean i'm not a pastor but the and the intent is you are supposed to genuinely mean with a pure heart so if he is like as corrupt and battling with the things he's battling with i highly doubt that even if well who I, that's like, i'm not a pastor i'm not jesus But I I would find it hard to believe that with a pure heart, he really meant those things. I feel like in a last-ditch effort, he's like, you know, I don't really want to burn in hell. So he might have, like, made that attempt. But, you know, as far as religion goes, it really does do you nothing if it's not, like, with the right
0: intent. Yeah, I agree. So that nigga's burning in a dark circle of hell. Um, But... Yeah, tell me, yeah. But Deborah Brown, Mm -hmm. as I said, she was sentenced to death as well. But she actually... um, um, whatchamacallit, she actually her sentence was commuted to life imprisonment, so they actually took it back because of her mental disability. Um, and this was done by Governor Richard Celeste in 1991. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, he cited her very low IQ scores, her IQ was ranging from 59 to 74. Um, which if you know anything about IQs that's very low just to give you an idea 110 and above is like superior a very good is 120 to 139 and a score of 140 is genius level mm-hmm. and sis was at 59 so yeah uh, <laughs> yeah Okay. she wasn't she wasn't all the way there so that's why they decided not to execute her because they felt like she kind of like we said in the beginning was taken advantage of and it kind of wasn't fair so they just gave her Um, life in prison Um, but I will say this straight to hell for her too because despite you know not being having any type of uh, criminal record or anything like that she was totally like she had no remorse she had no remorse Um, and during the sentences phase she sent a note to the judge and part of this note read and I quote I killed the bitch and I don't give a damn I had fun out of it
1: Well, that was a shocker. Yes. Um, I'm actually shocked that, like I said, it's like, I'm actually shocked that she can write that letter. And, like, I guess the debate is, like, if she meant it or if she was right in the mind when she wrote it. But the fact that she could write that and they're still like, oh, well, you get, like, you know, imprisonment instead of, like, the death sentence. But I feel like that letter itself kind of speaks volumes. But again, if she's like, you know, like mentally disabled then the whole debate of it is like, was she like in sound mind and really, you know, was aware of what she was saying when she wrote it. But that is very disturbing. 50 Um,
0: 50 IQ score or not, bitch, under the jail to YouTube.
1: No, I think, I mean, I think we really know where she's going. I think everybody asked for everything, you know, in the afterlife and Bitch. I'm pretty sure I know where she's going to. But that's that's actually really wild because I didn't expect that to yeah. it. Um, I mean, I knew that, like, so when she was like, oh, she's going along with it. Because I do think that, like, to an extent, it's one thing to be dependent. But I think it's a very small, like, minuscule like the smallest population you can think of of people who are like man i really like my boyfriend a lot and they go on and like commit murders i mm-hmm. think it's a very there's a lot of are dependent but they're like i'll go be dependent with somebody else yeah you know what i mean <laughs> like, no, like that's so yeah the fact of like especially like the raping of like the children mm-hmm. the witnessing of it the facilitating of it and like to, actively yeah, involved so that to me yeah. is, is shocking they're right and even actually with the letter that they're like well she's mentally ill but the facilitation of like like raping children because there's there's a lot of people in society um who are struggling with mentally mental illnesses have low iqs but they are not outside like raping children yeah so that that and is murdering uh, people that's a very difficult one that's i mean like i said we all answer for everything in the end so i'm gonna try not to get too unsettled by it but i do like now that i've kind of talked through it i do find that pretty shocking
0: yeah i mean um like i said this was in ohio but she actually was given a death sentence for the murder of tamika turks in over in indiana yeah so she was given a different death sentence which also never came to fruition they commuted that to 140 years in prison in 2018 she's still alive Um, what yeah so she's currently serving her sentence without possibility of parole at the dayton correctional institution in ohio wait so how old does that make
1: her hmm let's see like today has anybody ever like so, yeah. calls her in jail I always wonder like
0: I don't know but she um she was born in 1960, 1962 so she's about 59 or 60 at this point so she's not too old she's you know makes sense that she's still alive so yeah I don't know if anybody's ever called her in jail though I mean I don't know if anybody's ever done like a journalist you know mm-hmm. type of expose or like a podcast or a little thing online. I don't know i was not able to find any um because a lot of times when i do the research they'll have like uh you know sound bites and things like that from jail stuff like that i find anything from them so she i don't think so so yeah she's about 59 or 60 at this point that's a that's a hard one she's you know i'm sure she got a lot more years but she she gonna spend them in a damn jail she got life in prison so she gonna be there till she dies and she says she's not sorry, so it is what it is.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a brain router. Wow.
0: <sighs> I mean, hey, it is what it is. So that's the end of that. Okay. Hmm. What you think about that, Jay? Um, I thought it was very
1: interesting. I thought there were a lot of different aspects of it what made it. Um, like you know interesting to like talk about I do think that the sentencing scenes are a little unsettling or particularly the one sentence is unsettling um, yeah very very interesting I think when we always do like cases that are like dated or take place in like different times it's because there's like no DNA evidence and it's just like I don't know a lot of things are so wonky it just I feel like you don't really get the justice you want a lot of times
0: well what justice you want she's, she's in life from prison for life and he's dead there's no more justice to give.
1: Yeah. That, that also seems to be a trend. <laughs> that does... I'm serious. A lot of times, I'm like, yeah, like, what more justice do I want, right? Like, I want...
0: You're like, I want them to have never done it. Right, so I want,
1: like, a, a letter from hell letting me know they're not having a good time. Like, like what are they going to give you, Jade? Like... <laughs>
0: A, a postcard thing. like that needs to be saying. anytime to someone, the victims yeah, like everyone anytime someone completely horrific goes to hell <laughs> say he needs to send a letter up like yeah i got these niggas don't worry like me, a I'm certificate right. right
1: like a document <laughs> in your file cabinet <laughs> like oh shit but
0: yeah. there's nothing else to do but yeah huh? i just thought it was really because i never heard of like a black me serial killer couple yep. so i was like i'm gonna pick this this is very interesting and um i did feel kind of bad for sis I'm not gonna lie, I felt bad for Sis when I first heard of her mental, mm-hmm. like her developmental delay but then when I got into the details about how she participated in the sexual yeah. assault and murder and they wrote that note about you know I don't give a fuck I had fun uh, uh all my sympathy kind of just left the building
1: yeah same same because when you first said they were saying the whole thing about oh yeah. how she got off because um like her mis- mental disabilities and I was like oh yeah that makes sense like that's pretty like standard in the court system but then when you wrote up oh, the note and then when I started to really think about it and her involvement that's when I was like actually no because like,
0: she was assaulting them as well like yeah. she wasn't just standing and murdering them well, she wasn't just standing to the side while he did this yeah. and then crying in the car like she wasn't a hostage she was an active participant yeah she's holding people down yeah. it's like yes actually it's really vile yeah she was wild so all right so that's alton coleman and deborah brown uh serial killer couple i hope you guys enjoyed yeah. the episode um we'll be back next week for another congratulations again to IMJ cousins i am about to Send you a message right now, probably. And thanks for listening. Thank you all for entering the giveaway. Um, As always, we are uh, CognacConspiracies at gmail.com. We are CognacConspiracies on Instagram. And I will see you guys later. Goodbye. Bye, guys.